Hey everyone, welcome back to Official Bravo Nation. This is our third episode and today we are going to be reviewing The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, this is season 13, episode 12. It's titled Bitter Pill to Swallow. The summary says Kyle and Sudden unpack the group's dynamics. Erica sets out to rebuild her career. Dorit reintroduces the group to homeless, not toothless. And Crystal finds her voice when confronting Anne-Marie. Okay, so the episode starts off with a Sudden with Avi. A sudden, she's doing Pilates. And she's with Avi. We love Avi. It's sort of like a montage of all the women. Like they show Sudden doing Pilates. And then Erica is rehearsing with her dance instructor. And her song is playing in the background. I'm a princess. I'm a pretty mess. That song. It's playing in the background. Then we go to uh, Dorit's house. And Dorit is with Phoenix. Who is the cutest little girl. She's so cute and sassy. And uh, she steals Dorit cookie out of her hand, <laughs> which is pretty cute. And then we go to Garcelle, who's getting a facial. And then they show Sudden. We're at Sudden's house, and Sudden is in her garden with some really beautiful flowers. And Kyle comes over. They go in the house, and Kyle is looking in Sudden's refrigerator, which is something that I would do, too. I'm really nosy like that. I... I get it. I'm nosy, too. If I go to your house, I look in your fridge. I look in your medicine cabinet. Don't invite me over. And then, Sudden and uh, Kyle, they talk about uh, the previous night, which was Lorene's Celebration of Life event. And Sudden says she's not buying Mauricio's excuse for not showing up. And he should have been there. And she went there. She said he should have been there for her dead friend's family. And I'm happy she did because I agree. Mauricio pissed me off last episode, not showing up for Kyle. Because we all know she would have shown up for him. He should have been there. I don't care what he was doing with the agency. He's the boss. You know, they do what you tell them to do. He should have been there last week. Anyway, then Sutton and um, Kyle. Sutton, she mentions that Garcelle told her that Anne-Marie is coming for her. And then they flash on last week when they were in Ojai, Anne-Marie licked Sudden's armpit, which was really gross. But we didn't, I didn't see that. I don't remember seeing that last week. But Kyle was like, you know, I thought everything was fine. You know, we had a good time. And Sudden was like, I did too. But apparently she's still coming for me. And then they talk about their upcoming trip to Barcelona, Spain. And, um... Sudden's like, she calls Anne-Marie that nurse doctor. But she's like, ugh, I don't want to invite her. But Kyle's like, you have to invite her. You can't, you already invited her. You can't uninvite her now. And Sudden agrees. And she's like, okay, it's fine. And then we go to Crystal's house. And Crystal is FaceTiming Garcelle. And then they show the flashback to um, when Anne-Marie inquired about Sudden having an eating disorder. Anne-Marie did not say Sudden had an eating disorder. She said she was wondering what would cause the small esophagus issue. And she said, was it an eating disorder? She was inquiring about it. She did not say Sudden has an eating disorder. It's really miscommunication that's going on. That's really unfortunate. 
because that eating disorder is really a serious thing. Then Crystal says something very interesting. She says, um, Anne-Marie told me she was a anesthesist, anesthesiologist, like a doctor, and not a nurse anesthetist, which is what she is. Now, when I first heard nurse anesthetist, I had never heard that before. And I was like, is she an anesthesiologist? That was my first response to hearing nurse anesthetist. So I don't know if Crystal heard her wrong or if Anne-Marie, this is this apparently this happened before Anne-Marie started filming the show. So did it happen like that? Who knows? Of course, Anne-Marie is she says she's probably a nurse. She would never say that. But Crystal's adamant that she did. So I don't know. But Crystal says she Googled small esophagus. And she saw that what Sutton was saying was true and that there was a genetic component to it. And that, you know, it wasn't as complicated as Anne-Marie was making it out to be. And I just really, I, Anne-Marie is new. She's a first season housewife. So I'm giving her grace. But I, I, she has to move on from this esophagus issue. She is harping on it. And Crystal, she just, she thinks it's weird. Crystal thinks it's weird that Anne-Marie is harping on Sutton's esophagus, and I agree with her. And then we go to Dorit and PK, who are at the Beverly Hilton Hotel. They're there to meet the event planner, Nick, for the uh, Homeless Not Toothless Gala. But they're with this mysterious black girl. I don't know who she... I was trying to find her name, but I didn't see her name. She has long braids. She's thin, light-skinned black girl. And I, I, she, it's appeared like she was Dorit's assistant. She didn't say anything. They didn't show her name. I'm like, who is this girl? Was she in the prior episode? Because I can't remember seeing her before. I don't know, but I really would like to know who she was. I wanted to, you know, get her name right. But um, Dorit said that her and PK are connecting after their therapy session from the last episode where PK got really emotional, which is very shocking because I was not expecting that British man to get that emotional. And he did. And uh, Dorit said it did them good because they're communicating better. They're connecting. And I'm always cheering for someone's marriage. You know, they've been married. They have two kids. I say, work it out. At least try as hard as you can to work it out. So I'm happy to hear. That's great news to hear that uh, things are better. And Dorit is looking around, looking at the details of the table. And, um, you know, she's very detail-oriented. Denise, Dorit, she always looks great. So she wants to see, make sure the gala is going to be good. Then... We go to Crystal and her brother, Jeff. She's meeting Jeff for lunch. And Jeff has just come back from Asia. And um, I'm sorry, but Jeff and Crystal, their scenes, they bore me to tears. I know it's not nice, but it's just, it's boring to me. I'm sorry. But, and the whole thing with the fiance, Vivian and Vivi, the ex-fiance whose face they blur out. But uh, Crystal and Jeff were very judgmental about Sutton licking Kyle's toe. I was like, God, they were like, oh, it's disgusting. But then I thought about it. They were like, we wouldn't have realized you. You know what? They're Asian-American. So 
you know, they don't do the feet. You have to take off your shoes. Like, I'm just a regular old American. We walk with the shoes in the house, which I guess is pretty gross. But they were very judgmental about Sutton looking to uh, Kyle's toe. They just was like, ugh, nasty. But, and then they start talking about the uh, Vivi and Crystal was like, you know, when she married Rob, she didn't know if she could be the same sister, but she was. But uh, anyway, from there, they show everyone getting ready for the Homeless Not Toothless Gala. And um, they show Dorit, she's taking pictures. And then they show Crystal. And then we get to see Hip Hop Rob. I love Hip Hop Rob. <laughs> and it's this cute little segment where everyone is trying to not mispronounce the homeless, not toothless again. They're playing that up again, making sure Garcelle, she's getting her, her glam done. And she's like making sure she pronounced homeless, not toothless property properly. <laughs> And then there's this very awkward scene with Kyle and Mo. Oh, it's so sad to see Kyle and Mo just be awkward with each other. You know, they, I mean, I've, I've seen every episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And, you know, Kyle and Mo, they're the anchor couple. And to see where they are now, it's really sad. And their energy was just so awkward. And they were getting ready for the gala. They look great. They always look great together. And um, Kyle, she's wearing her hair like it has this like wet, slick, wavy look. And Mo looks good in his suit. And they're in the limo and Kyle is talking about um, how he didn't. She said that it had he shown up at the event for Lorene, it would have meant a lot to her. Like, you know, she wished that he had taken the time and shown up for her, but he didn't. And she talks about how she's traveling, he's traveling, and he's getting a taste of his own medicine. Because he always, he'll do that to her. He'll, you know, I have to go to Portugal. And she's like, oh my God, what? And so she's like, he's getting a taste of his own medicine. He's done it to me, and now it's happening to him, unfortunately. It does feel like Kyle is rebelling a little bit. That's what it feels like to me. Like she's rebelling. She's frustrated very frustrated with him you can tell that and she, he's getting a taste of his own medicine okay so now we are finally at the homeless not toothless gala and um the first thing we see is erica not record she didn't recognize her own dentist and she had just went there last week for a cleaning and he was, like, making conversation with her. He probably thought she recognized him, but she didn't. It was kind of cringe. I kind of felt bad for him. And then they show the step and repeat where they're out, you know, taking pics, like, on the red carpet. I think that's called the step and repeat. We see uh, Marcellus, Anne-Marie's husband, Marcellus Wiley, who I know Marcellus from Sports Nation. Uh, I sometimes indulge in sports but I used to watch ESPN all the time not so much now but back in the day I was a huge NBA fan and uh, I remember Marcellus from Sports Nation with Max Kellerman and that's I've known him I knew Marcellus before I ever heard of Anne-Marie 
and I used to follow Marcellus on Twitter, but his posts are very just I don't need the politics politics uh, the state of politics in this country is very draining and I just I don't need it but we meet Marcellus and him and Mauricio are chatting it up on the step and repeat and Kyle says that she feels awkward uh getting her picture taken with the paparazzi the media she said it feels awkward because it feels like there's so many rumors out there about her and Mo and Morgan. And she said it feels awkward because she know they're analyzing every move they make. And it's just, it's not a relaxing feeling. And then we go inside to the gala and we, there's, we see Crystal, Erica, Garcelle, and Sutton. And we just get this segment where we have to hear about Sutton's MP which stands for Magical Vajayjay. And she's like, oh, it's magical because it's sweet. I just did not need to hear that. I'm sorry, Sudden. I don't want to hear about your vagina or your MP. Like, no, thank you. No, no, no. Then Marcellus comes over to the table and he greets everyone. He hugs Sudden, who's hugging. It, it was kind of awkward. Cause son was kind of like not feeling. I think she said she wasn't a hugger, but then now she's a hugger. But that hug between her and Marcellus was really awkward. And then Marcellus walks away, and as soon as Marcellus walked away, Sutton turns to Anne Marie and says, "You picked the wrong person," and it just set it off. This whole segment was just chaotic. So Sudden and Anne-Marie are going at it, and they're going back and forth. You can barely hear them because they're both saying the same thing. And she's like, I'm a board-certified nurse anesthetist. And then Crystal gets involved, and she's like, you lied. And uh, you said Sudden lied. And then Anne-Marie's like, I didn't say she lied. And by the way, Crystal, you're the one who said she had an eating disorder. That is not true. Crystal did not say Sutton had an eating disorder. Anne-Marie didn't even say Sutton had an eating disorder. She mentioned that that could be a possibility for her esophagus issue. But she did, no one said she had an eating disorder. So they are arguing back and forth. Then Anne-Marie says to Crystal, No, Crystal says to Anne-Marie, You talked for two hours about Sutton's esophagus. And talked us to death to the point where we had to get up and leave. And then they show a flashback to Crystal, Sudden, and Anne-Marie talking. And Anne-Marie is talking and talking. and t- I mean, it went on and on and on about uh, Sudden's esophagus. To the point where Garcelle got up and left. And Crystal was like, get, bring me a bottle of tequila. Oh, Anne-Marie. Oh, God. I wish she would stop doing this. Then she says she's trained in... Then, yes, Anne-Marie says she she didn't say Sutton was a liar, but that she was trained to think critically. And she asks Crystal, did you go to medical school? Did you go to medical school? And Crystal says, no. Did you go to med school? And then they show a flashback of Crystal saying that she wished she had gone to medical school. And then Anne Marie says that 
this is very interesting this part she she says that crystal is jealous because she if she had gone to medical school rob would not have waited for her her husband wouldn't have waited for her she wouldn't have been able to marry rob he would have married someone else and so she didn't have a career she doesn't have a career she is like the a kept wife or a kept woman however you say that and that she's jealous of Anne-Marie because Anne-Marie has a career in the medical field, which is what Crystal wanted. I mean, I don't know how true that is. I I don't know if Crystal's jealous of Anne-Marie. She may, I, she may be like, you know, she wished she had gone to medical school. She wished things had turned out different. But I don't think she's jealous of Anne-Marie. But I think Anne-Marie feels that way I don't know why she feels that way because she says yeah when Crystal said you said you were a doctor and she said I did not say I was a doctor I said I was a nurse anesthetist you're mocking my profession I don't know um if that's mocking I didn't get that I didn't get that Crystal was mocking her profession I I think Crystal heard her wrong I think the same way I did because when I heard nurse anesthetist I was like anesthesiologist so I think that's what happened. That's what I believe happened. I don't think Anne-Marie lied about anything. And I don't think Crystal is jealous. I think those two things could, you know, they, those both can exist at the same time. Then um, Anne-Marie, she apologizes to Sutton. She did, which is really nice. I was happy that she apologized to her. Then we moved on to... Um, Kyle, Doreen, and Garcelle, they have a quick little powwow about um, what just happened. And they're like, we didn't know Crystal had that in her. Because Crystal and uh, Anne-Marie, that got heated. And they were like, we can't believe Crystal had that in her. But Kyle was like, uh, I wanted her to, you know, have a voice, but I didn't want her to call. Yes. Oh, my God. I almost forgot the most important part. Crystal told Anne-Marie, you're such a bitch. When Anne-Marie said, have you gone to medical school? Crystal said, you're such a bitch. Which I almost forgot about that part, which was pretty important. And Kyle was like, uh, I didn't want her to yell, you're such a bitch, at a gala. But they seemed happy that Crystal was using her words. And then they showed this little auction thing. And it's a, a Taylor Swift signed guitar. And Mauricio was like, that's cool, but we don't need it. I was like, I want it. Send it to me. Then, oh, yeah, there was a little part where Erica, she was all dressed. Erica happened all pink. And there was a little elderly lady, and she was dressed in pink. She was really tiny, and her name was the Pink Lady. And she was really cute, and she was there at the gala. That was really cute. And then Paula Abdul and Garcelle hug. And they had a little mini coming to America reunion. For those who don't know, uh, Garcelle was one of the uh, rose bearers in coming to America. And Paula Abdul choreographed the African dancing at the wedding in the beginning of the movie when he's meeting his queen to be. So they had a little coming to America reunion. And then uh, Dorit, fashion designer, Dorit Kimsley, <laughs> got on stage and introduced, you know, she was the MC of the gala. 
And then Paula came up there and said a few things. And then Taylor Dane came out. Now, Taylor, I'm aging myself. But I was, I call my, I'm a child of the 80s. And when I was a kid in the late 80s, Taylor Dane was this amazing singer. She's this, what they call blue eyes soul. She's this white girl, but her voice is very soulful and very powerful. And she had this song, tell it to my heart. Tell me I'm the only one. Is this really love or just a game? I know I can't sing, but that was a song, Tell It To My Heart. It was a huge hit song in the late 80s. And um, all of the girls, Erica was loving it. <laughs> and then Anne-Marie said, I don't know Taylor's name. They were talking about, uh, in their talking heads, um, you know, Taylor Dane, and they were talking about the words. And then Anne-Marie's like, I don't know who Taylor Dane is. She said it real snippy. And then that's got me thinking because I'm like, okay, um, she doesn't know Taylor Dane. So I Googled Anne-Marie Wiley, and it says she was born October 10th. This is what Google says as of January, what is it, January 18th, 2024, it says Anne-Marie Wiley was born October 10th, 1983. So I instantly remember October 10th. That can't be right because remember when we first met her, she told Kyle that she had the same birthday as Kyle's mother, Big Kathy. My Roman Empire is Big Kathy, for those who don't know. I love all things Big Kathy. And, um... So Big Kathy, I'm like, no, that's not right, because she's an Aries. Big Kathy is an Irish Aries with a temper. That's what. That's the one thing I do know. And her birthday, I Google. That's like, let me go check. So Big Kathy's birthday is April 17th. And so I'm like, but Anne Marie said her birthday was April 17th. I don't know if um, Google, because Google could have it wrong, but it does say her birthday is 10 10 83 and I'm like um that's weird so then I go to Marcellus's Wikipedia page and um it says his wife was born in 82 or 83 so they're not even sure about her date of the year she was born so it's like it's so odd but she's Canadian so this could have something to do with it you know she may I mean you know it's Canada it's not like it's china or something i'm like she would have heard of taylor dane back in the 80s but i can understand her not knowing taylor dane and she was born in 83 she was six in 89 so i can understand that but there's a lot of discrepancies there i don't know if she was born in 82 or 83 or if she was born in october or april who knows um i'm gonna take her word for it she said she was born april 17th and that she had the same birthday as Big Kathy. I specifically remember that when we met her this season. And I don't know why Google is saying that she was born in October. And why they don't know if it's 82 or 83. If you go to Wikipedia and go to Marcellus uh, Wiley's page and look at his personal life, it, it says his wife born 82, 83. I don't know what that's about. Um, that's very strange. 
But anyway, the ladies end up at a table. They're all sitting together. This is the gala is over. Everyone is left. They're at a table and they're talking about their upcoming trip to Spain. And then the next day, they show all the ladies getting ready. They're packing for Spain. And they're at Kyle's house. Oh my God, this happened. Kyle is at, we're at Kyle's house. She's dragging these two big suitcases up the stairs. And there's a shoebox, some brand new shoes. And she opens them up and there are these big clunky shoes that I would never expect Kyle to wear. And she said, oh, these are Morgan's shoes. And she closes them back up and covers them back up. That's a sh- so Morgan is getting shoes sent to Kyle's house. That's strange. Or I don't know if it's strange, but I just thought that was very interesting. That Kyle had Morgan's shoes in the shoe. Like, what? Why aren't they at Morgan's house? I don't know. Or maybe she ordered them for her. Who knows? None of my business. Kyle's, and that's their Kyle and Morgan's business. Okay, then sudden, she uh, calls Kyle. They FaceTime. And Kyle says she feels, no, they sudden and Kyle, are, uh, they're not FaceTiming. They're calling. And Kyle says she feels responsible for um, Anne-Marie and Sutton. Because Anne-Marie kind of jumped in when Sutton and Kyle was arguing at the uh, dinner party from Hell Part 3. She kind of in- interjected. That's where all of this started out there. So Kyle, she feels responsible. And she feels responsible because she brought Anne-Marie into the group. So she then Kyle FaceTimes Anne Marie. And um Anne Marie, she seems she's not as heated as she was the night before. She says she's had time to calm down and she's reflected and she's feeling remorseful about everything that happened with Sutton. Not Crystal. But she feels remorseful about what happened with between her and Sutton. Then they show Erica FaceTiming Crystal, talking about the gala and the thing between her and Amory. And then they show Garcelle FaceTiming Sutton. So all the ladies are on the phone with uh, minus Dorit. All of the women are talking to each other on FaceTime about the fight that happened between Amory and Crystal the night before. At the homeless, not toothless gala, and then we goes back to Kyle and Kyle. Um, Anne Marie says that um, Crystal owes her apology. Kyle asked her, "Have you spoken to Crystal?" And Anne Marie's like, "No, I have not, and don't plan on to plan on talking to her." Crystal owes me an apology. That's what she says, and she said, but she did want to talk to Sutton, and so. Um, Anne Marie and Kyle hang up, and Kyle said, Yikes, when they hung up. <laughs> and Anne Marie, she FaceTimed Sutton, and she really sincerely apologized. She's like, I'm coming to you with my heart in my hand. Uh, I'm sorry about it. She says she's embarrassed by her behavior. I was like, Wow, she's really apologizing. That was really cool, and but she did say she apologized for her part. And Sutton was like, your part? Don't you mean the whole part? This is all of you. What do you mean your part? So that was a little, ugh, little awkward there. 
but I am I I like that Anne Marie apologized. I that that says a lot about her. And then it says twenty hours later. That's what appears on the screen. Twenty hours later, they are in Spain, and they're on a bus. And then is the credits start to roll, and we see previews for next week's episode. Which is very interesting because now it is Anne-Marie versus Crystal is on. And Anne-Marie was like, when I joined this group, Crystal told me all of you women were not intelligent and you were all shallow. And Dorit is like, shallow? She doesn't give a damn about you calling her unintelligent. Just don't call her shallow. And she's like, shallow? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then Garcelle's like, did you say it to Crystal? And Crystal's like, um, I can't believe you're asking me that. And Garcelle's like, I have to ask you. And then uh, uh, Anne Marie says, uh, Crystal, you can thank me because I'm giving you something to talk about, which has made you relevant, finally. And then it's just like ends and goes off. And I'm like, oh my God. Crystal versus Amory is officially on and popping and next week while they're in Barcelona we are going to see where it goes from there <laughs> thank you so much for joining me uh I hope to see you next week thank you bye-bye guys <laughs>